wonderful family that wants to make sure that we know that they are with us and being a blessing to us and journeying with us towards heaven. And these are talented folks, Andrews. And uh, just, um, again, I'm so humbled. And I'm not a prophet or the son of a prophet, but there is more good news coming. And, and so can I, just say, can I just say this to us? With all humility, right, let's, let's behave ourselves. Let's behave ourselves because God, when, when he blesses us as he's blessing us, when the news is, is good, when the news is fantastic, and in many ways it, it really is, and we, we know that we also have other folks dealing with challenges that are real significant, and we, we get that, and we, we need to rejoice with those that rejoice and, and weep with those that weep. But when, when, when a, as a church, we are celebrating good news and, and God is, is smiling our direction, we got to know there's a devil that is out there that wants to get in here. Uh, remember, Peter describes him as a roaring lion walking about, seeking whom he may devour. That word devour is a very strong word. It's not a nibble that he wants from us. It's a chunk. <laughs> he, wants, he wants us. He wants to cripple us. He wants, to, to dev- he wants us to go to hell with him. Now, he knows where he's going to be for eternity, and he wants a lot of company. And so we, we must be extra vigilant. We must be extra on guard, not just for ourselves, but for the for the souls of those that we love. As God continues to bless and bless and bless us, the devil will continue to be more increasingly aggravated with us. So let's, uh, let's celebrate the good, let's celebrate the, the treasures that God gives us, but let's keep one eye peeled very carefully in the direction of our adversary, knowing that uh, he he understands a smiling Christian is a great threat to him. A smiling congregation can do him great harm. If we are in disarray, splintered, divided, aggravated, uh, gripey, gossipy, cliquish, you know, he, he, he's, he's not going to bother a church that's doing all that. But if we are united, if we are serving actively our Father and our neighbors of this community. If we're taking seriously command one, love God, command two, love our neighbors, we love ourselves even as Jesus loves us. If, if we're doing that, we're on a great path and I'm, I'm confident we are, but I'm also confident the devil wants to knock us off that path, wants to distract us, upset us, and, and, and let's stay strong, Let, let's stay together. It's a busy time. Have you noticed the, the holidays are upon us? We had the kickoff to the holidays, the official kickoff to the holidays in the Shoals with our community appreciation breakfast Friday. Oh, wow, what a, what a monumental success that was. What a great statement that made to this church, to our neighbors in the community. Thank you, thank you, thank you, all who stepped up and stepped up and stepped up to, and prayed up to make that that happened. So we, we celebrate lots of good blessings in the midst of a very, very busy time. And, and let's not get distracted from the main thing. Let's always make sure the main thing is the main thing, and that's to put our Lord first. Jesus told us that, Matthew 6, 33, but seek first 
the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all these other things they will be added unto you. Maybe you've heard, we've even prayed about it this morning. It is Thanksgiving week, but I like how Brother Stanley put it in his prayer. It's not just a one-time thing for us. It's an all-the-time thing for us. Aren't we glad that we get to be grateful every day of every week, of every month, of every year? Consider with me now the word of God in this matter. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. <coughs> Colossians 3, verse 17. And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Psalm 136, verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And then Ephesians 1, verse 16. Paul says to his friends in the church at Ephesus, and we would say this to each other, right? I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. Colossians 3.15, it's a favorite around here. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to the which indeed you're called, notice, in one body, and be thankful. Hebrews 12, 28. What a great passage to reflect on as we worship. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe. Psalm 107, verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Ephesians 5.20, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then we have Psalm 100. Brandon Hall read this for us last Sunday evening, if I remember correctly. Some people call this the thanksgiving psalm. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. All the earth, serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and we are his. We are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates. We've done that today. With thanksgiving. And his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever. And his faithfulness to all generations. We are blessed. What if today we only had in our lives the people that we truly appreciated? Who would be with us? Who would be left? Who would be here? 
What if we only today had the blessings in our lives that we truly valued, that we truly were grateful to God for? What would we have? What would be left? Or expressed another way, what if we lost everybody that we didn't truly appreciate? What if we lost everything that we truly did not value and appreciate? Who would be left? What would be left? Hopefully we'd still have everybody. Hopefully we would still have everything because we value the people God has given us to love. The people that love us, the people that put up with us. We ought to appreciate them. And the things, the things that can never become kings that God has showered into our hearts, into our lives. <coughs> you ever think this way about those 10 lepers that were healed by Christ? You remember one came back to express praise to God, to Jesus for what had been done. One came back essentially to say thank you. And, and we get it. We, we know the nine. I mean, we want to believe the best about them. They were thankful. They were just busy. They were, they were ready to get back to their lives. And they kind of forgot one of the main things that cannot be forgotten. Be grateful. Be thankful. Say thank you to God. Say thank you to the people who do for us. And I've wondered this about them. The nine who did not seemingly really value, at least verbally, to Jesus, the healing, the good health, because they did not express to Christ their appreciation, did they go back to their former physical state? Did the leprosy return? How awful would that be? And there's no hint of that in the text, of course. What if life worked that way for us? What if our health was according to our gratitude for it? What if our material blessings were according to our gratitude for them? What if that, were, that, that we were as healthy as we were thankful for good health? Or we were blessed materially as, as to the extent that we were thankful for what blessings we have received? Hopefully then, we would have wonderful health. Hopefully then, we would be abundantly, materially, materially blessed, spiritually blessed. Because we get it. We get it. Being an appreciative person. Being a grateful person. Not just deep in the heart, buried, that, that no one can, can sense it. No one can see it. But a visible appreciation. That's just out there. Expressive. Demonstrative. What a life that is. Isn't it the case? Isn't it the case that the more appreciative we are, the more blessed we are? You agree with that? Similar to this, the, the, the more we share with others, the more blessed we are. The more we give, the more we receive, the more blessed we are. Proverbs 11.25 says, The generous soul, and that's your soul, right? The generous soul will be made rich. And he who waters will also be watered himself. 
Jesus said this in Luke 6, 38. You're familiar, right? Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Again, as we give, so shall we receive. As we appreciate blessings, so will our blessings increase. You agree with this? The better we appreciate, the better we feel. And the better we appreciate and the better we feel, the better we help other people feel. Everybody loves to feel to be appreciated. So may I ask you, I mean, we gotta make these things real for us, practical. How many people have heard you say today already, I know it's still kinda early, 9.35ish. How many people have heard you already today say thank you? How many will hear you, me, I'm saying you, I'm saying me too, say the words thank you today? Oh, they know I appreciate them. Are we sure about that? Have you ever, I know, I know that we, we do good not to get a thank you, but because we're trying to be good, because God is good, he wants us to be good. But have you ever done something for somebody and you felt like, oh, I'm really stepping out, this pretty good sacrifice, I'm being thoughtful here, and you do the deed, and you get kind of a ho-hum response, and they're distracted, and they didn't really say thank you? How does that make you feel? Now, if you're extra super Christian and mature, it's probably somewhat irrelevant if you got a lot of gratitude back. But most of us, we're not quite there yet. And we, we have this magnanimous gesture. We feel like it's that. <coughs> and there's no, there's no thank you coming back. It kind of stings a little bit, doesn't it? All those verses that we looked at at the outset of the lesson, that's God saying to us, I want to hear you say thank you. I want to see that you appreciate the blessings that you get and get and get. Not deserve, deserve, deserve. That's grace, right? But we receive these things. So we frequently sing the song, count your many blessings, name them one by one, count your many blessings, see what God has done. That's impossible. We can sing the song, but we, how can we list all the blessings? But I'm going to try this morning. Here's our list. I'll be so presumptuous to say this is our list of things that we are thankful for, things we should be thankful for. Your list would obviously go along with this list and maybe add many things because we could list until Jesus comes and not cover all the blessings. But we're thankful today for Jesus Christ. We're thankful for the church that he purchased with his blood. We're thankful for our Bibles that tell us where we came from, what we're doing here, what we're going to go to later on. We're thankful for forgiveness. Forgiveness from God. Forgiveness from the people that we have harmed. 
We're thankful for grace, amazing grace. It is the sweetest of sounds. We're thankful for heaven. We're thankful for a place where there'll be no more tears, there'll be no more pain, there'll be no more sin, no more bad. We're thankful for that. It's a real address. We're thankful for our health. Most of us can talk today. Most of us can hear today. Most of us can see today. Most of us can walk today. Most of us can remember today. We're blessed with good health. We have material blessings that we're thankful for. It's really embarrassing how full our closets are, our pantries, our refrigerators, our freezers, our, our garages, our attics. <laughs> we're blessed materially. We're thankful today, aren't we, for our freedoms. We're free to do this. We're free to vote. We're free to carry guns. We're free to, to do a lot of things that a lot of folks in a lot of places are not free to do. Which leads us also to be thankful for our military people and their families who have given and continue to give so much. We're thankful for law, law enforcement. There's never been a time when it's more dangerous to serve in that most noble of professions. We're thankful for our healthcare workers. They've also gone through dangerous times. We're thankful for good medication that helps us many maybe even to be here today. We're thankful for all these first responders. We're thankful for family. We're thankful for our great wives. We're thankful for our wonderful husbands. We're thankful for our moms, our dads, our sons, our daughters. And as we talked about last Sunday, we're thankful for our grandparents. We're thankful for our great-grandparents. We're thankful for our brothers. We're thankful for our sisters. We're thankful for our aunts and uncles and cousins. We, we have great physical families for which we are thankful. And we're going to spend a lot of time with some of them these next few days. That can be a challenge. We're grateful for them. But it can be a challenge to be with these folks. And let's, let's, uh, let's sign a peace treaty if we need to. And let's, let's, uh, let's have good times. Let's cherish those kind of gatherings. We're thankful for servants. Our servants especially that are among us. So many. So many serve invisible, so many serve invisible ways. So many people wash feet. We're grateful for you, really. We're thankful for the old folks. The old folks who built the fires we're warming by, dug the wells we're drinking from, laid the foundation upon which we continue to build. We're thankful for the young folks. We got, you know, I know I'm partial, but there are no better young folks that I get to be around than the folks here that I'm thankful for. Thankful for the new folks that continue to, to revive us, refresh us, bless us, give us reinforcements. We're thankful for the elders who, who shepherd the flock, who are among the flock, who go so many extra miles to be a, a blessing to us. Uh, we're thankful for their wives. We're thankful for their children. We're thankful for our deacons. You know, if you, if you do the etymology, big word, if you, if you do the research on the, the origins of that word, deacon, diakonos, 
It actually means one who stirs up dust, but not, not in a negative way, but they're just busy. Dust is flying because they're, they're always active, and we got some great deacons like that for which we're very, very thankful. We got others that do the work of a deacon who are not necessarily wearing the name, the title. That's all right. We're thankful for you too. We're thankful for our teachers. Our teachers prepare well, try to live what they teach, present it to the best of their ability. Thankful for those who get up and lead our prayers and lead our singing so capably and, and, and help us remember what Christ did at the cross. We're thankful for generous people. This is a congregation, as you know, overflowing with people who, who give and give and give and give and give. We're thankful for positive people. People who look for flowers and they find flowers. We're not as thankful for those who look for weeds because we know they also find weeds sometimes. We're thankful for peacemakers. We're thankful for problem solvers. We're thankful for friendly people. Hey, this is important. Jesus said that the world could judge us and know that we are the disciples of his by the love we have for each other. That obligates, I know that you don't need to be friendly because you're commanded, thou shalt be friendly. Well, okay. No, we're friendly because we, <coughs> we want to be. Because that's our, our, our spiritual DNA. So let's, even when our mood isn't so great, let's kind of friendly our way out of a bad mood. All right, somebody wasn't friendly to me, irrelevant. I'm still gonna be friendly, right? And we're grateful for people who are kind to us. Cancer survivors, we're so thankful for you, for your courage, for the battle. And we have many that are continuing to battle that horrible disease. We're thankful for you, for your tenacity. We pray for you, we love you. We're thankful for, for Will and Jenna and the good work they do among us. Extraordinary people, really, we're blessed. We're thankful for Thad and Betsy. Uh, they, they, they care about us. They care about our children. They care about our grandchildren. That is, they're, they're hosting. It's a busy time. We all got things. They're hosting our teenagers tonight in their home. You ever hosted teenagers? You got to clean up. You got to fix a lot of things. It's, it's, it's an issue. And we got a lot of folks like them stepping up. We're thankful for them, aren't we? We're thankful for our secretaries, for Romy, for Betty Ann. Romy... I think has served this church as secretary 49 years, close to half a century. So she knows, she knows something of the skeleton, so let's treat her right, okay? We, we love and we appreciate Romy, and she's still training Betty Ann, and Betty Ann's coming along and doing great too. We're, we're so blessed. You know, if you have a drama-free office, you pretty much guaranteed a drama-free church, and and we, we, we have that here, so grateful for them, so grateful for Lori, how she cleans up after us, and we can be quite messy sometimes. Thankful for, for blood donors, thankful for organ donors, aren't we? And we're thankful that um, on December 1st, Emily Kelly, everything goes well, we'll finally be able to give her daddy Donnie Roden, the, the gift of life, giving her dad a kidney. What, we're, we're thankful for her. We're thankful for that generosity. Thankful that Jeanette Kimbrough is back today. Six weeks now is a long time for us to be away from our friend. And, 
She was walking Spring Park, apparently got run over by the train down there. He backed up and ran over again, but uh, she actually fell down there. She's doing much better, and what a gift uh, Jeanette is to this church. Thankful for caregivers, thankful for our missionaries, so many of them. Bump's going to be talking to our class about more of them today. Thankful for the Bible knowledge of our children. That doesn't come by osmosis. That comes because we got moms and dads who are who are instilling God's word into them, into their hearts. They're, they're living it and they're, they're loving it and they're sharing it with children and that's great. They talk every day to God about their children. They talk every day to their children about God. That's a perfect situation for our children, really. So thankful for them. Thankful for our babies. We got lots of sweet babies. Listen, everybody else, get, if you're not a baby, get real quiet. Isn't that, uh, isn't that just great? All right, the rest of you can chime in too. A chorus of babies this morning. Aren't we blessed? So we thank God for babies, and we got more babies on the way. We're going to be meeting pretty soon, and we're grateful. We're grateful. We're grateful also for our babes in Christ. And uh, later on today, by the way, we're going to have a, a, a one-session class where Thad is going to be working with those that are younger among us who have recently obeyed the gospel. We're also going to be working with those that are younger among us who, who may one day consider, or maybe consider now being baptized into Christ. Always needing to be give attention to these, the most vulnerable new Christians in our midst. Also, it's a dangerous thing to name names, but you see I'm already doing it. I'm going to do more of that now. Uh, we got two mats here that uh, serve us especially effectively, a, a big mat and a littler mat, and uh, one mat helps us with our financial business, another mat helps us with our babies, and just so much done behind the scenes, communion-wise, PowerPoint, I just, you know, it, it, it just, we're just thankful for Matt and Matt. We're thankful for John, El Baloo, and all they do for us. We're thankful H.D. Kimbrew, uh, you know, you, you, brother, you're just such an encouragement. Gives us sweet potatoes, gives us love. Got his daughter from Texas with him today. And I remember we, we came back from, you know, our long break from COVID. And, and we said, like we we're able to make laws about things, if you're, if you're older 65, you probably need to stay home a while longer. But uh, we came back, and there's the, the rebel was here in his pew, of course. And he's a day or two older than 65, and we just... You know, we got to appreciate people. We, we dare not wait to give flowers later to special people who, who need to be valued, need to be cherished. And HD is just a, a representative of many others that I will not name this morning. We're thankful for Judy. We're thankful for Chris and all the good work he does in organizing us. We're thankful for Janie. We're thankful for Jane Black who's literally fighting for her life in the hospital this morning. And, and she's got heaven ahead of her, so either way, that's going to be a, a good ending for her. But wow, we really miss her so much. Uh, I'm thankful for JJ and, and for Larry and them taking on uh, two little precious angels to, to care for. What, what, a, what an example they are for us. I'm thankful for Johnny and Patty. And Patty had her gallbladder out on Friday and now she's sitting here trying to stay awake with painkillers in this lesson. Patty, man, you're just amazing people, really. And uh, this, is, this is not a, a reach to say this. I, I'm thankful for Hannah Bradford. She's, a, she's one of the busiest people I know. 
And yet, she really makes a concerted effort to get to all these assemblies. Last, last weekend, she was the director, and she'd shoot me if, if she knew I was going to say all these words about her. But last weekend, she directed something called a, a Making Music or what was Show Choir. I forgot all the names run together. It's a big deal at, at a big high school in this area. So much preparation, rehearsal. Then you got four shows, I think, over the weekend. And she was here Sunday morning. She was here Sunday night after a big afternoon. She had every reason just, just kind of phone it in, sit at the house, maybe dial it up, hit a button. And she's, I mean, I, I just appreciate people that, that, that go the extra mile like that. Um, appreciate you mothers and dads who are coming with your children and, and uh, having them in Bible class, having them participate in all the good service projects. Thankful for our widows. Thankful for our widowers. I know. I know. I, I heard my mom crying many nights after. She was a, she was a 38-year-old widower, widow. So I, I know something of the pain that you feel. I haven't felt it, so I can't say I understand or know what you're, but I know something of the, of the significance of the loss. And I, I'm so grateful for you, for your continuing faithfulness to the Father, your continuing example to us. You got a lot of you, you have family that are counting on you to, you know, uh, just step, you know, when, when Judy's mother died, uh, Herman Agee, her, her father, my father in love, he, he stepped up. He was uh, probably the world's best granddaddy for, for our children for a long time. And I'm, just, I'm so in admiration and gratitude for people like that. I, I mentioned earlier our new members. I want to say that again. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for, for the blessing of the new members and the new. And, and I've noticed, and you have too, most all of our new members, they're, they're, they didn't come just to sit and occupy. They came to serve. I mean, they're, they're really stepping up. They helped us this week in big, big ways. What a blessing. I'm thankful for those who say yes when serving opportunities come available. I'm thankful for those who look for opportunities to help out. You know, I hope you understand what I mean by this. I'm thankful for those who help take ownership of the Lord's church. It's His church, but we can pitch in and invest in it. I'm thankful for those who value worship. I'm thankful for those who join us online, who are very faithful to do that, who cannot yet safely assemble with us. Thankful for those who make that technology possible. I'm thankful for those who post good things on social media. I'm thankful, like we all are, for sweet potato casserole. We're all thankful for all things chocolate. We're thankful for people who bring other people to church. I'm thankful for people who gave me rise to church when I was a little boy. We're thankful for thankful people. We're thankful for small towns like the ones that we get to live in. We're thankful that in these small towns, people still say, sir and ma'am and thank you and you're welcome. And we still pull over when funeral processions pass by. Thankful for towns like that. <coughs> thankful for, for the precious memories of the people that we love that we shall one day see again in heaven. I'm thankful for heat. We are, aren't we? We're thankful for heat. We're thankful for air conditioning. We're thankful for water. Don't take that for granted. A lot of people don't have that today. We're thankful for the food we eat. We're thankful for all of these cars we get to have and trucks. We're thankful for good dogs, aren't we? <laughs> We're thankful for the heroes among us. You've heard something like this before, but every flood needs a Noah. Every exodus needs a Moses. Every famine needs a, a Joseph. Every Goliath needs a, a David. When needed, you see, God 
has always raised up a champion, lots of champions, to lead, to inspire, to assist. And we have them here. And I'm thankful for every one of them. I'm thankful for every one of you. And I'm thankful for those champions who have already been relocated to the Father's house. In grand conclusion, let me say, we are not lucky. Luck's got nothing to do with it. We're blessed, and we're blessed, and we're blessed by God. So much of the world today prays to have the blessings that we have, to have the life that we have, maybe even to have the blessings and the life that we are at least occasionally in danger of taking for granted. Let us say and let us display our gratitude always to God and to the people. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you, thank you, thank you for the blessings. Help us to use our blessings to be a blessing to others. Father, if there are those that need to put on Jesus in baptism this morning in obedience to Acts 2.38, we pray that will happen. If there are those that need prayers from this family, forgiveness of this family, need help with a load they're carrying, a burden they're bearing, would you, would you help them, Father? To, to pursue that from us, from you this morning. We love you, God. Thank you for loving us. In Jesus we pray, amen. If we can help you, would you come while we stand and sing, please?